My name is Abby, and I'm the voice behind the Evolving Love Project. In this podcast, my husband and I deep dive into the topics of non-monogamy and polyamory, drawing from our experiences from the last eight years of being consensually non-monogamous. My name is Liam. Whether you're monogamous, polyamorous, curious, or anything in between, we invite you to join the conversation. Let's begin. In today's episode, we discuss my upcoming women's retreat, our Evolving Love Project gatherings, Liam solo dating while in New York City, me venturing out onto mainstream dating apps, and us browsing Hinge together in real time. I'm excited for this conversation. It's just the two of us. It is, yeah. Slightly different to the the last few episodes we've done, which have featured some incredible guests. I know. Haven't they been amazing? But I am excited to just have this cute little one-on-one chat with you. And I'm thinking that today we'll probably just chat about what's been going on for us. We've been pretty busy and uh, have some exciting things happening in September from the 1st to the 3rd of September. I am hosting my first ever Evolving Love Project women's retreat in the beautiful Yass Valley, which is one hour or under one hour uh, north of Canberra. And it's about two and a bit hours drive from Sydney, right? Yeah. Yeah. Close enough to Sydney, um, close to Canberra. And you already have people flying in from, from far afield. I can't believe it. My heart is bursting. I'm so thrilled and excited. It will be such a special weekend. I mean, going on a women's retreat, you know, is already such an amazing thing to do, but going on a retreat, which attracts, you know, these uh, non-monogamous women or women who are you know, very curious about these types of conscious alternative relationships. It's going to be an amazing group. Yeah, it does. It's going to be a fun time. And I'm a little bit jealous, I must admit. Um, And lots of people have been asking you, oh, is there going to be a couple's retreat? Um, But at the moment, we're just we're just going with the, the women's retreat. Yeah, I'll just be running this women's retreat, but who knows? I mean, maybe like the conversation nights when when we started those, I initially started them just as women nights and then they expanded. So who knows? Maybe with the retreat um, in the future, we might make them available for couples or not necessarily couples, but for anyone who might like to come along. But this retreat's going to be pretty special. We'll be doing yoga, daily yoga with a yoga teacher coming in. We have sound healing, sound healing are coming in doing that for us which will be so beautiful and then we'll be having amazing organic beautiful healthy food which is all made and beautifully prepared by Angie Cohen who is an organic gluten-free chef she's incredible Um, yeah and it's out at heart space retreat in the Yass Valley and we cannot wait it is gorgeous. Well, you cannot wait. I will be cheering on from afar. Sadly, I'm not invited to the women's retreat, as fun as that may be. Um, well, well, I think the way that I was referring to is like all of the women who oh, are coming yeah, yeah. so far, because I'm getting all of the emails of like, I'm so excited and I'm so nervous and, you know, all of that. So it's going to be pretty special. But I, I do have some spaces available. So if you are listening to this and you're thinking, oh, this sounds like a pretty great thing to do, or if you think your partner or your who knows, your your mother-in-law or anyone who you think might be interested in coming along to this, um, please just send me an email at 
uh, evolvingloveproject at gmail.com. Um, and I can send you an information pack. Uh, if we haven't met in person or we don't have a connecting person, I'll probably just ask you to send me a quick little video just introducing yourself and saying hi, or we can organize to have a little phone call or a FaceTime. That's something that I do uh, for our conversation nights, and I'll be doing this as well for the retreat. So, uh, yeah, please just uh, reach out to me and we can organize to meet. Um, Fire a phone call. And we did also recently for the first time ever, we had a Evolving Love Project uh, kind of drinks evening at a local bar, which was very fun. So usually we have these these formal conversation circles or not necessarily formal, but, you know, uh, kind of formal in the sense that we meet and we're there to have conversations. But often people are like, oh, we never want the nights to end. Um, so we decided to organize at a local bar some drinks um, for our kind of evolving love project community that is in our city of Canberra. And it was awesome. It was a huge success. I had an amazing night. I personally, I loved it. Mm. Yes. It, it was so great. And um, yeah, it was really nice to just chat and hang and have, you know, have really nice conversations um, in a non-facilitated space. Yeah, kind of took the pressure off us a little bit. <laughs> we could just kind of talk shit and, and hang out, you know. I know, get it, get a little bit silly. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's still in me. I'm so used to now um, facilitating, you know, our conversation nights and stuff. It's I was still sort of looking around thinking, okay, like is everybody being included? Is everyone having a good time? Like, okay, the lighting's good. There's nice music. I'm a real atmosphere person. Um, no, we, we chose a great spot. We did. It was and great. We, we kind of took over a large portion of the bar. We it did. Was, uh, it was pretty wild. I, I don't, maybe there was 30 or 40 people um, kind mm. of at the peak of the hang. And uh, yeah, I, I was wondering what the other people in the bar were thinking. Like, mm. oh, that is a very, you know, cool looking crowd. Everyone's very smiley. and Everyone's very smiley. <laughs> Oh, so good. So yeah. good. Um, what else has been happening? Oh, we were recently featured in an article in the Sydney Morning Herald. Yes. We were a featured couple. There are a few other couples. Yeah. Great article. Great journalist. Yeah. Um, first time that you have been approached to do something on kind of a, like a national press scale, which is I exciting. I know. It was very, um, very thrilling. I loved being involved and I feel like, you know, I'm at a place now, we're at a place now where we're, you know, we're pretty public with everything. Well, we're definitely not. <laughs> we're definitely pretty public, you know, but I'm feeling confident with it. We're sort of coming into our, um, our stride with it all. So it felt like the right time. I think if it had been maybe a year and a half ago, I wouldn't have felt comfortable um, to be involved in an article like that. But the timing was right and it all just felt really good and the journalist was lovely. And uh, yeah, there we are. Can't believe it. I mean, you did have a few worries after the initial interview. You were like, oh, I hope they, I hope they, because uh, you never really know with journalists, you know, and with, with media and interviews and that type of thing. And you put a lot of faith in, you know, someone's representation and, uh, I think all your fears were were 
definitely didn't uh, come to fruition. It was it was a beautiful article, and it featured you know a whole range of different relationships, and and the focus was on counseling and and therapy and that type of thing. Um, and uh, yeah, there were some religious couples, mm. obviously doing uh, monogamy, and 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 you know, but everyone spoke beautifully about the relationships, and it was a great article. Yeah, it was. And it was about, yeah, couples therapy, as you said. But the question was, you know, did we go to couples therapy before opening up our relationship? To which I said, no, we didn't. We we didn't really go down that road. We were sort of coming from this space of bubbly excitement and we, we ended up going to um, like uh, panel discussions and coaching events and listening to other people's, uh, you know, lived experiences and what they had to say. And so it was good to share that in the article. And, um, you know, it is sort of, it's not therapy, but it's in the space of uh, couples coaching and advice seeking and and care for our relationship and not jumping into something completely uh, blind, but still, um, we were still led by our intuition as well with it. So... Yeah, well, it's about educating and just the desire to want to have a better relationship and a desire for us in this uh, situation of just wanting to have as much information as possible before we did make these decisions to open up and mm. and start seeing other people or, or having these different experiences. Uh, so whilst it wasn't through the lens of therapy, it still had the same intention. You know, we were we were trying to get as much information as possible in the idea of having as good a relationship as possible. Um yeah, and and that was the through line for all these all these really interesting couples who who spoke in this in this mm-hmm. article. Mm. Speaking of different experiences, you uh, were in New York City a few months ago. Would you like to share a little bit about your trip? And uh, I was obviously you were catching up with friends and everything. But let's cut to the chase. Everyone wants to know: Did you date anyone while you were in New York City, Liam? Tell our listeners. Well, you know, I mean, when in Rome, um, I I had planned to catch up with a few uh, a few old flames and uh, a new flame of sorts. Uh, but yes, um, I did manage, even though I was very busy and you know I had lots of uh, work commitments and things like that. I somehow managed to find the time to go on a few dates, and they were rather uh, marvelous, and I had a great time. Mm. One of the dates that you went on was with this wonderful woman who is a really close friend of mine. She was my first ever metamor through another relationship. Uh, the first guy that I dated separately to you in New York City, she was one of his other girlfriends. And I mm. think that their whole relationship set up and their polycule was really our first very close look into polyamorous relationships um, as opposed to, you know, just uh, open relationships or Mm. whatnot. And, uh, yeah, and then over the years her and I became really good friends and he ended up moving away back overseas. He moved back to London, but her and I kept a friendship and then you and her became friends you know, and even when we had our son in New York, she'd come over to our apartment and visit. And we just had a lovely, always have had this lovely friendship. And then, of course, you go over there and um, well, I date. Mean, <laughs> to, to, to back it up a little bit, I always had the hots for her. And it, it just never, the stars never aligned to actually go on a date with her myself. So it was kind of one of those things where we left New York and I was like, ah. Oh, 
what a shame, you know, that would have, what a fun date we would have had. Uh, so we had the anticipation and the, the kind of bubbling, bubbling along there. And then finally back in New York and, and we had a, a rather fantastic time of things. I know that's so lovely. lovely. Yeah. It made me feel so warm knowing that you were out on a date with her, I think, because I have such a connection with her as well. And I could, you know, imagine where you two were. I know you were sort of in her neighborhood and, you know, and I've been to her place before. I've, she's still living in that same apartment, which I've, you know, I've been, I've been there and I've had dinner with her and it was really nice. I could picture where you were. And, um, she messaged me as well saying that she was having such a great date with you. And I just feel, I, and it really honed in on the feeling that I have of, I have such comfort with you dating people who I know. Look, I'm open to it. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, and what a lovely apartment she does have. Yeah. Yes. And you also caught up with amazing Haley from episode five who we I had did. on. did. Oh, my goodness. That was another great date. We went to uh, this beautiful um, art gallery uh, and exhibition. Um, which is very fun, and we both share a passion for the arts, mm-hmm. and so we we found our our way to this this really cool museum, which also in classic New York style had this incredible bar uh, within the museum um, that we managed to to get in without a reservation. What museum were you at? Uh, it was called Photographiska. Oh, yeah, it's very fancy. But uh, we never went there. We didn't. No, but look, maybe you know, if you play your cards right, I might even uh, one day. One oh, day. okay, all right. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was a really it was a it was a lovely night. Um, were you guys holding hands? We've been pretty cute from memory. Cuties, um, you know. Uh, but that that was, uh, if my memory serves me correctly, because this was a few months ago, but that was towards the end of my trip and I had planned to have a follow-up date, but the timing just was crazy. Mm. I was, I was really running a, around like a headless, headless chicken and, uh, yeah, sadly we didn't, we didn't mm. have a chance to catch up again. I think you also went very well towards the end of your trip too. You were feeling a bit sick. Yes, yeah. Mm. I was I was feeling a little homesick as well, I think, uh, by the end of the trip. You, you missed know. me. All these dates. All know. these dating of these other women. It's you funny just wanted how that to works, come back home. Yeah, exactly. Just wanted to cuddle. Oh, how did you feel being back in New York and, you know, back in a place that we love so much and we have so many memories there and you're just out about town with uh, these other women? I mean... Look, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> You're grinning from ear to ear. <laughs> I am grinning and I did love it and it was very fun. Mm-hmm. And I do love New York. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it's always going to have a, a special place in my heart, but also our heart. Mm-hmm. And uh, especially when I was on the, the dates with these two particular ladies is that I felt like we were kind of on the dates together in a crazy way. You felt like I was there. Yeah, in yeah. a weird way. Um, mm. Because often we'd, we'd be talking, you know, the conversation would turn to us and, you know, how we're going and, and family stuff and, you know, because we're, we're really close friends with both of them. Mm. Um, and not only is there a an attraction, a, a physical attraction there from, from my end and, and from their end, but, you know, we're also just great mates. Mm. Uh, so as fun and very hot as the dates were 
uh, it was also just a, a really beautiful chance just to hang out and, and reconnect with friends and, and of course they miss you and, and I was thinking, oh, it would, it would be awesome, you know, if you were here as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but look, I had to fly the flag mm. and fly the flag I did. I was so happy that you were in New York. That was that was awesome. I uh, definitely worked up some um, brownie points with that one, I think. Yeah, look. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm yet to cash them in. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, true. They'll, they'll be coming, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I I guess for my dating, I I wasn't dating for quite a while, I think. Yeah, you were sitting on the, on the, on the bench, bench seats. Well, I think I've just been very busy with things and life and I've really been enjoying my female friendships and, um, you know, I'm still have had little uh, non-monogamous moments. You've you know, had dalliances? I've had it. I've had some, oh, well, uh, not not too many, but a few. Uh, I've had some attractions, mm. um, but I hadn't really been dating or I haven't really, I haven't had like another strong, like a solid partner for quite a while. Mm. Um, and I think that was something I hadn't necessarily been looking for. And, um, you know, so still being a non-monogamous woman, open to non-monogamy, love, I'm all about it. And I am, you know, I'm in a non-monogamous mindset, but also just, you know, I don't need to be out dating all of the time. Um, but I have recently, oh, maybe it's been a couple of months now, but I have gone on, I went on a, would we say it's a monogamous dating app? I went on Hinge. I'm on Hinge. Yeah. So I've gone on Hinge. That was probably a few months ago or maybe when you got back from New York City. Yeah. You're like, now's the time. This is my time to shine. (laughs) I was like, yeah. You're out there dating. I'm going to catch up. Yeah, you're you're in New York living it up. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll I'll um get get hinge. And it's just been really nice actually. I haven't gone on many dates at all. Maybe just a couple of dates, but I but they've been so nice. It's so lovely to just you know, meet new people and the first date that I went on, the guy, he was just absolutely fascinating. He's doing amazing things in the world. He's like you know, making the world a better place, super interesting. And I just had a great chat. We just had an awesome chat for like hours and hours on end. I was like, this is so... Yeah, he's awesome. I kind of wish that I was on the date as well because he's super cool. You would have loved meeting him actually. Yeah. You might I've, meet him one day. I think he might come along to a conversation night. I hope he does. Yeah. I've, I've kind of been a, a bit of a, a fan of his public facing work for for a minute. Yeah, cool. Not oh, that really? He's, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah nice. Yeah, no, doing good things, cool Mm. people doing good things. Then I went on a date maybe a month ago now or three weeks ago, just a lovely lunch date with someone. And again, beautiful person, just the whole way through. Yeah, I want to be friends with this person as well. You really do. I know. It's so funny. I think I said to him, I was like, oh, my husband would love to catch up with you. Well, he was he, he was saying that he's new to Canberra and, and kind of looking for community and yeah um, yeah I totally hang out with him yeah well amazingly he came to he came to a show of mine yeah he did yeah which is awesome but I didn't manage to meet him after the show yeah sadly. yeah you'll you'll definitely meet him he's he's beautiful but uh yeah but pretty relaxed on um on my end with all of this so I guess yeah what was that like a lunch and then a um. Just a, a really chill catch up, but nothing, nothing too out there for me. I did go out with some friends on um, 
on Saturday night, a friend of mine is um, dating a, an athlete and there was a game thing happening and she invited a group of her friends along. So we went along. Look, I'm not a big sports person, but um, yeah, we went and watched this game and then we we ended up going and sort of hanging out afterwards with him and his, what do you call them, colleagues? Teammates. Teammates. Yes. Um, but it's really interesting. I, in, in that environment, I was observing myself while I was there. I don't feel super comfortable just going up and like chatting to groups of monogamous men. Like it's not my, it's not my crowd. Um, I ended up just chatting with the other girls who were in our group. And then this um, beautiful uh, guy who I met who um, is over here actually studying. No, he's not studying. He's over here from America. So he's at Princeton and he's over here at the moment. And I just ended up chatting with him for ages and he goes to work on, he goes to New York on the weekends. So we were just chatting all about our favorite places in Brooklyn and neighborhoods and ended up having a bit of a chat with him. But I sort of steered, steered clear of the, um, the sportsmen. Um, and then when I went to leave one, one came like rushing over to me and was like, Oh, you're leaving. Like we haven't chatted yet. And he was quite dashing and, French and the rest of it. So we just had like a bit of a, a bit of a chat for like five minutes and then, you know, added me on Instagram, but yeah. Slipping into the DMs. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it, it is a different kind of dynamic. I mean, when there's like a whole group, especially post-match testosterone fueled, you know, it's quite an intense, uh, having played sport myself, um, in, in team situations, lots, it is a, it is a particular energy around that kind of thing. So I can understand why you maybe were a little bit more reticent to jump into the... Yeah, look, it's just not my crowd. Mm. It's just not... It's just, just not, not my scene. You're not a groupie scene. for the sports... I'm not a groupie. For the sports people. I'm, I, I don't think I'm a groupie at all. Huh? I can't... What am I a groupie? I'm sure there's a few bands. But I've never been a groupie. You've like, I've never, met- like, hung around the band. Oh, Oh, we were side stage last year. It's kind of groupy because our friend was in the um, Macklemore's band. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's true. Yeah, our friend uh, who we love dearly um, managed to, uh, yeah, kind of hook us up to the point of absolute extremity where we were side of stage at this 30,000 people festival. Um, that which was is- so fun. And then we went to the like after party. and. Yes, yeah. Shout out really- to Abby Chatfield. Um, if you're listening, Abby, come on our podcast. Go on. Um, yeah, it was fun hanging with her. Yeah. She's cool. Flying the, the non-monog flag in Australia. Good yeah. on you. Good on you, Abby. Yeah, that was such a fun night. Um, but yeah, groupie, sportsman, not my vibe, not my crowd, but I love chatting with the ladies, but you were funny. You, were, I checked my phone at one point and you were like, I hope you're flirting with guys. Oh, like this so is your badly. moment. Come on. Like Well, not even that. <laughs> not even was I sending you messages encouraging you. I, earlier on that day, I'd sent a message to our friend who's dating one of the sportsmen and said, "Can you please wing woman Abby?" You know, like this is the this is the the perfect opportunity. You know, like this will be a fun night. And it was kind of a bunch of, you know, there was like heaps of her friends were there. It was like a a fun kind of party vibe. And I said to her, if anyone can be a bad influence on Abby, it's going to be you. So uh, I fully endorse and encourage you to 
I know. She was horrified when I said that I was leaving. I was like, sorry, I've got to get going. And she was like, but you haven't chatted with any, with anyone. You haven't like met anyone. And I was like, it's all good. It's fine. And she was like, Liam's going to be so disappointed in me. Look, I am disappointed. <laughs> no, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, no, she, she did wonderfully well to, to uh, do her best to assist. <laughs> But uh, not to be, not to be. I think at one point to me, she was like, I think you're a bit like rusty with the dating. And I was like, oh, maybe I am. But then I was like, I just don't know if it's my crowd. Well, it's different when it when it's a group of monogamous people, the, the barrier to entry can be quite high. And I feel like mm. maybe you're a little bit reticent to like jump in, talk mm. to a bunch of guys and then have to do the whole you know, oh, I'm wearing a wedding ring. Why do you have a wedding ring? Why are you flirting with me? Oh, I'm an open relationship. You know, getting into the whole script of of having to, I guess, uh, mm. put over the fact that I'm at home and I'm very encouraging of you doing such a thing. Mm. It just feels like there's so much to discuss and share about it. I don't know where to begin and it's just... It's just too much. And I wouldn't want mm. in certain crowds, if people aren't aware of non-monogamy and they don't understand about polyamory and they don't understand these values or this way of thinking, that there could be like immediate judgment, um, you know, yeah, especially if they're not, I don't know if they're sex positive people. Mm. I don't want to be shamed. I only express my flirtation and my openness to connection um, in spaces where I feel deeply respected and, um, you know, connecting with people who really get it or else it's like, I don't want to be your teacher. I don't want to like start from the beginning and I've, and I'm not really into dating monogamous people, but you know, I can appreciate the attractive men from four meters away while I'm chatting with a, another woman, you know, like a friend. Yeah, I'm sure it's, it's food for conversation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You can, you can have a little little banter about the the hot sportsman. I know. Well, when he it was interesting actually because he came up to me, this guy, and he was like, "Oh, you're leaving, and we haven't even had a chat yet." And you know, I was planning to come up and chat with you and all of that. And then you snooze, you lose. You snooze, you lose. But of course, I was like, "Well, you know," telling him about my. He was asking me about my day and what I've been up to, and I was like, "Oh, well, I've actually just been out um, ice skating all day." with my son, um, blah, blah, blah. And he sort of, you know, I could tell he was like the cogs were turning and he was thinking, oh, okay, she's like a mom. Like maybe I must have thought I was like a single mom or something. And then something came up, but I brought you up because you're a part of my life and you're my husband. So somehow I mentioned like, oh yeah, my husband, something or other. And I could see there was that moment where he was like, oh, okay. Like, oh, you're you know, your husband. Did it stop him from flirting? Was he flirting at this point or not? He wasn't. He was a gentleman. He wasn't really overly, not that there's anything wrong with flirting, but he was, you know, he was friendly, but I could see him clock it that I was married. And then I, and then he just continued to be lovely and friendly. And we had a little chat for a few more minutes and then I skedaddled. But my friend did upload on her Instagram, um, you know, a group of the girls because we were at the game and she tagged me. And um, so then the next morning I woke up and I, he was following my Instagram and then yeah, he, he and he messaged me and was like, I didn't realize that you were in an open relationship. That's amazing. And I was like, surprise. 
And now you can listen to podcasts. <laughs> and now we can be in a really unbalanced situation where you know all about my relationship style and you, and I know nothing about you. <laughs> yeah, look, it's. Uh, I think you're only going to be able to date podcasters soon. I know. Well, you went on a date in New York with a podcaster too. I did. That is true. That was the third uh the the other the other date that I went on. I know. I will have to meet her one day. I didn't have as much compersion while you were on a date with her because I didn't I didn't know her and I, d- I didn't really know it was going to be a date, I don't think. You well, sort she, of you sort of were like, "Oh, I'm meeting this other podcaster because something or look, other I mean, she as a is friend." Very, she's very hot. She's absolutely beautiful. And, and we did we we were catching up and we're just like, "Oh, we'll just catch up for a drink. We can talk about podcasts and woo." Oh, cuz she's not dating at the moment. She cuz she's not dating. Yeah. Um oh no, well, she was kind of she'd taken a break from dating and mm. and the whole thing. Mm. And um, she has a non-monogamy podcast. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So she is a non-monogamous woman. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that was a very fun date, and she is awesome. Yeah. So. She's all. I think. Do you think her and I we will probably become friends one day? I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Look, I think she's moving to to Mexico City or something. Oh, cool. Should yeah, we so, go there? I mean, it sounds fun. <laughs> I'm into it. <laughs> oh gosh. So you mentioned earlier on that you have been on the Hinge dating app. So we have historically been kind of devout fielders, I would say, um, which has been awesome. And we still have a field account. Um, but the, the Hinge thing is really interesting. And I've been checking out some of the – you've been peeking over your shoulder as you've been kind of going through profiles and just so I could get a lay of the land out of interest. Peeking over my shoulder. What about when I first downloaded Hinge and you were so funny and I think we were driving from maybe from Melbourne back to Canberra in the car – Oh yes, and our son was asleep, and you got him, and you had my Hinge account, and you were like going through everyone for me. You were like, "Oh, this guy looks really nice," or "This woman looks really cool." You'd like them, or "Oh, they seem awesome. I want to be their friend." <laughs> Look, it's, it's. I was basically saving you a lot of time. I spent a solid two hours, maybe more. I don't know, but it was very enjoyable. I I really got my dopamine fix thoroughly served in that car trip. I love our love. I love that we can do that. Look, I mean, it was, it was, uh, I, I really trusted my judgment mm. and anyone that was on the fence, I, I played it safe. Mm. You know, you are brutal. Uh, I mean, I was brutal. I, Cause I, you know, I know what you're into. So I'm not going to dilly dally around. You're the ultimate wingman for me. The ultimate. Well, I know you well enough. I think by this point to, to really be able to, to set you up mm-hmm. in a magnificent fashion. Mm-hmm. Okay, on the topic of Hinge. So you brought Hinge back up again. So I brought Hinge back up because one thing that I find really interesting about Hinge is that it gives you these prompts uh, that are always interesting. And uh, so you've got a profile, but I thought we could answer some of the prompts as a little fun little game. On my profile? No, oh. just on, well, I'm, I've just got a random profile up here and, uh, and and there's a few prompts, which are interesting. I thought we could just uh, quick fire, see what the answers are. Okay. Are you going to answer first? No, because I've got the phone. So I've got the power. Um, okay. Okay. So this prompt is, the secret to getting to know me is. Ask me some questions and be curious. Mm. Some people just don't do that gets weird or they just drop off you've got to be polycurious you have to be very polycurious 
I do get it. Oh, yeah. Okay. See if anyone else gets that <laughs> that uh, that subtle reference. But, yeah, okay. So asking you lots of questions. Mm-hmm. What about you? Um, I actually, yeah, I, I, I would agree with you. I will give my own answer. Um, but uh, I do like conversationless where it feels like the, the legwork isn't all being done one way on a mm-hmm. date. Mm-hmm. And I am naturally a very curious person. And I think sometimes I do just love asking questions so much. I end up <laughs> just asking like a bunch of questions because I am fascinated in other people and other people's experiences and, and what they're into. Mm. Um, but I do appreciate being uh, in the presence of someone who is also uh, very into that. Mm. Um, but I think the secret to getting to know me is probably through shared interests, mm. I think. Mm-hmm. Like someone who's interested not just in conversations, but kind of interested in what you're interested in. Mm. So I feel like if people, if if I'm on a date with a girl that is, you know, asking me questions specific to my interests mm-hmm. and I'm a creative. So, you know, it's nice to, to feel, I don't know, validated in, in the things that I'm intrigued by, like mm. creativity and, mm-hmm. uh, and all that kind of stuff. So mm. I feel like that's the a arts. really, yeah, the arts. Ask me some, ask me what my favorite mm. book is or something, mm. you know. I mean, it's just such a beautiful thing to be discovered by somebody else because when somebody is getting Mm. to know you it's also that beautiful opportunity for you to reintroduce yourself to them but also to yourself again Mm. you know when someone's wanting to know about you you actually get to sit with those questions and you know how am I where am I at now with this you know who who am I today it's such a beautiful thing Exactly. You can you can create a, a whole new world of, of answers. Mm. You know, adopt a you're a, a rhythmic gymnast <laughs> from Russia. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know why that came to Where mind. Where did that come from? I don't know. Maybe I've been reading about the war in Russia and Ukraine and then somehow saw a gymnast the other day. Oh, like, I don't know. Join yeah, the two together. Did, wow. Okay. All right. Hinge. What's I next? I mean, there's plenty of gymnasts who aren't Russian. So. Okay. Um, but I've never gone on a date with a gymnast. No. Um, but I'm sure it'll be wonderful. <laughs> so if there's if there's if there's any gymnasts listening out there who are interested, yeah, in my artistic pursuits, exactly. Our um, email address is evolvinglove.project at gmail dot com. Slip if, into if the you DMs. are a gymnast. Okay, so here's a, here's another here's another prompt, which is kind of similar. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess so. So the one that we just did was the way to win me over is. But the next one is kind of similar, but I, I wonder if it's a different answer. So we'll get along if, mm. you know, subtly different. Okay. I mean, all of the answers that are coming to me are just like really normal, generic, like what you would expect answers. Like okay. if you're easygoing, you're friendly, yep. you're open, you're not yep. arrogant, you're not, you know, super patriarchal. Mm. You're just like very open-minded, mm. sex positive. You're just the basics, you know, non-monogamous, polyamorous, happiness. <laughs> <laughs> just about a checklist of 100 things. And if you can check 100 of those, <laughs> then you've met the criteria. Oh, my gosh. Am I that picky? Yes. Am, is it bad? Am I a nightmare to date? 
No, I'm so relaxed. Well, it's you're lucky because I, I said no to all the people on Hinge that <laughs> maybe <laughs> wouldn't have, have ticked those boxes. Okay, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Maybe we'll have to get someone that you're dating on the podcast. Oh, that could be a fun. Mm. That could be a fun podcast. I'd love that. Um, okay. Or or, an, or a or a past lover even. A past lover. Yeah, yeah but we don't who's... tell anyone who that is. Or maybe we have had those people on the podcast. Yeah, I mean we have had lovers on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Everyone's listened no, to episode five. Okay, sure. Well, I just thought <laughs> I'd, I just thought I'd kind of put something in there, just okay. you know, as like a, a mm-hmm. little uh, okay tasty treat. Okay, here we go. Uh, the dorkiest thing about me is you go first. Ooh. Um, the dorkiest thing. Well, I guess in, I guess conventionally dorky. That's interesting because it's all about what the word dork means. Isn't it's dork like, cool these days? I feel like for me, I was about to say all the things that might be perceived as dorky, but I just think, you know. They're really cool. They're fine, you know. You are I, a bit dorky. I'm a bit dorky. The um, dorkies kill it. The dorks, sorry. The dorkies? Uh, <laughs> Look, the dorkies, the dorkies are, are having a, well, I mean, fashion has kind of gone what I would consider dorky, mm-hmm. like again, mm-hmm. like I've, maybe dorky is back in fashion. Mm-hmm. So maybe this is my moment in the sun. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I guess, you know, I like reading. Is that dorky? Is that considered dorky? I don't know. I feel like this is a weird, weird question. Yeah, but it's interesting because people are putting it on their hinge profile. So it's like- true. What do you think? Maybe we need to answer this about each other. Well, without giving away this person's Hinge profile, <laughs> you know, if you're listening and you've got a Hinge profi- profile and this particular person wrote, the dorkiest thing is uh, they have a folder on, on their phone called Halloumi, which is a voice record <laughs> of all the cafes I've eaten Halloumi at, if I liked it, why, and it, if I should or should or shouldn't order it again. <laughs> That's incredible. Now, that is incredible. That's amazing. That is amazing. So actually, it's a brilliant question because that person has mm-hmm. immediately charmed you, mm-hmm. has immediately charmed our listeners, and I just liked their profile. Amazing. Good is on that you. a guy or a girl? That's a really hot girl. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Well, oh, she, doesn't you're, live, log- she doesn't live where we live, though. Yeah, but you're also, this is my Hinge profile, so we can't do a bait and switch. I can't message no, her. No, this is for you. And then say... No, I, I, oh, I don't okay. really like Halloumi that much. So, you okay. like Halloumi? All right. I, I like perfect- Halloumi. I can get around some Halloumi. Exactly. So, you know, you and her can go and try Halloumi somewhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's a she's a cutie. I'm showing, I'm showing Abby the... Oh, the profile. She looks so lovely. She does. Is she non- non-monogamous? Um, she doesn't specify. Okay. Go on. Oh, no, but she does, she does specify queer. So, you know, there's a big overlap there. Okay, there's a big crossover. So I would say sometimes you've just got to play the, play the game of chance, Mm -hmm. you know. There you go. And the probability is Mm -hmm. higher. Mm Mm-hmm. You know. True. She's got a great profile. She does. And that's a strong question. So... Do you want to do one more? Okay, let's do one last one. Okay. So am I liking her profile or not? This could be an if this ends up actually coming through as yeah. an awesome date for you. Yeah. This could be a, a magnificent moment Do that it. is that is captured for all eternity on a podcast. Oh my gosh! But what if we? But what happens if she matches me back and she's like, "Hey," and then we end up going for a coffee and then we're hanging out. But I know that, that we've that mentioned we've her in about. the podcast and we've like, would that be so? I feel like that's so. 
weird or exciting? She'd probably well, love it. She seems cool. She I seems mean, like she'd she'd love it. She swims with dolphins, so <laughs> I mean, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, dating profile is amazing. Okay, mm-hmm. here we go. The moment of truth. Okay. I have liked the Halloumi comment. Okay, amazing. Send like or a rose. No, just send a like. You sent a rose to someone before from I my. Oh I thought that was goodness. like a super like, and then you freaked out because you, you thought it was too romantic or something. I didn't know because because we had only been on Hinge for an hour, and you were like, "This guy seems really cool," and you showed me his photo, he and was I was super like, cool. "And I was like, yeah, he's hot." And then you sent a rose, and then he wrote back like, "Oh, a rose," and I was like, "Oh my god, I don't even know what this means." Yeah, look, <laughs> I mean, that, you know, sometimes you gotta. Oh, it it just prompted me. Should I send a rose instead? It's no, like, just do the Hinge like. wants me to send a rose. I know. Just send the like. I sent a rose. No, you didn't. <laughs> oh no, goodness. I didn't. Okay, I dude. didn't. I sent a like, and we'll see how that goes. Okay. Halloumi girl. God damn, I love that. I think to you work need out. your own Hinge profile, babe. I mean, I just lo- like. I just find it so fascinating. <laughs> yeah, because we also missed the online dating. You know, when we got together, we got together in two thousand and. 12. Yeah, we did. The beginning of 2012. So there was no Tinder or anything like that happening. Yeah. Um, I know online dating was a thing, but it wasn't really Yeah. what we did. So it's kind of fun to... It is so fun. It's so fun. And yeah, it has been interesting having the Hinge profile and actually uh, coming across people who I know from like normal, what would we say, just not vanilla monogamous someone said to me today I mentioned I referred to someone as being vanilla or I was like oh vanilla crowd or something and he was like oh I call them civilians oh yeah (laughs) civilians was that an army person no he's not an army person but he's an absolute legend like that's an army thing right yeah and then he was like he said something really funny. He's like, yeah, I like saying civilians because it makes me feel like I'm like a secret sexy or like a secret agent or a spy or something. A sexy agent. And then I was like, yeah, sexy agent. Mm, um, I dig that. Normies. That's another yeah, one. Yeah, normies. People say, yeah. Anyway. Okay. So last one. Here we go. This is, uh, this. these are all kind of generic. And I'm, I mean, this is the, the whole premise of Esther Perel's thing as well. That cool card game, which we have to get. Um, shout out to... to to her in the cool card game. Oh, but this is my greatest strength. And this person wrote, my greatest strength being delightfully awkward. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Delightfully awkward. Delightfully awkward. Okay. Well, how about you answer okay. mine and I'll answer yours. Oh, switcheroo. Mm-hmm. Your greatest strength. I feel like your greatest strength is to do... Is something that would be something to do with kind of interpersonal skills. That's so funny because that's what I was going to say about you. <laughs> no, you can't steal mine. You got to come no. up with someone else. Yeah, um, I f- yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like your ability to connect with people and be genuinely interested mm. and uh, really kind of listen in a very honest way. Mm. You know, mm. I think that's why we have such good conversations because mm. I feel that. Thanks, babe. Um, apart from a- when I'm, you know, tired and grumpy and yeah, about to record a podcast. Oh yeah, you were a little bit grumpy about an hour ago, but you, I was. you picked it up. I picked it up. I would say that one of your greatest strengths, one of, is just how like you just put people at ease. 
with your warmth and your kindness. And you're so funny. Honestly, you are so funny. When you're just relaxed and you're chatting and you're in good company, there is just no limit to how hilarious you are. That's very But nice. you're also so deep. You're just so smart, babe. Oh, look at you're that. You're just the whole thing. God, this is what people <laughs> want to listen to in a podcast. Oh, you're so nice. Oh, you're so cute. Okay, sorry. We, no, I mean, let's like look, spice it back up again. I was saying when I've been on, back up. When I've been on Hinge, strength. well, I was saying now that I'm on Hinge, I'm swiping and I'm coming across all these people who I know from Vanilla Life and I'm wondering what they're thinking now. They're seeing my profile. It's got my face on it. Mm. And I think the first thing that I have on my profile, it's like, you know, what you need to know about me and it's like that I'm non-monogamous and polyamorous or something and it's like in bold i'm crazy i'm crazy but i'm just yeah. wondering what they're all what they might be thinking yeah they're probably thinking this is sick <laughs> do you reckon yeah totally do you think people's but because this even is the first not, time even if they're not non-monogamous themselves that that's probably even more of a reason for people to go that's awesome well i just wonder because this is the first time that you know we've got a profile happening in that i have a profile in a monogamous dating space as well and sure there are lots of non-monogamous people on hinge but i'm wondering if what the reaction is if the reaction is like oh that's awesome or it's like oh that's a disappointment like, do you think because it's the monogamous crowd they're disappointed i have had a i have had some guys liking my um, prof, they, they mustn't read. It's because I go through their thing and they're um they're Catholic. They've got Catholic written on Sexy. their thing. <laughs> That's what you want to see. I'm thinking. Who knows? They might be very open-minded Catholics. I don't know, babe. How open-minded can a Catholic I'm, be I'm, around uh, relationship styles and structures? Look, I <laughs> look. I think if you cath, you must be pretty Catholic if you're putting it in your Hinge profile. Yeah. But why look, are they liking my? They're like they're the ones liking my profile. Maybe they they want to you know put you on the right path. It's too late for that. Yeah, I'm on no. the best path, baby. You are you are <laughs> down the path and around the corner. I think at this point. I know. I'm on the freeway. You are one way. Oh, no God exit. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. Mm. Okay, last one. Just because oh. this is okay. I mean, I'm enjoying this. Okay. Um, I'm weirdly attracted to. Oh, can you go first? Um, I'm weirdly attracted to girls who used to sing in choirs. If I find that out, and I, I can also pick for. them, I can pick them a mile away. You can pick a choir girl. Oh man, I got a radar. Hundred meters. Yeah, honestly. You know, I was a choir boy back mm -hmm. in the day. Speaking of dorky things, I know. But I think that's cool. Mm -hmm. But anyway. And it, I was a quiet girl. Exactly. I, I, and I, I knew it. I know. I used to sing in church. I wasn't religious. Yeah. It was well, a look. paid gig, but I did every Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. I sang in church. I sang in church every day at school and oh chapel service. And look at you now. And look at me now. <laughs> I had too much time to think during all those sermons, just, you know, thinking about all the quiet girls that, you know. Mm. Look, mm. I mean, yeah, I think, I think, uh, I think that's a that's a big thing for me. If I if my radar goes off and mm -hmm. it's a and I get choir girl energy, <laughs> you know, that's a that's a win. It's a win. What was the question yeah. again? What's the What's the uh I'm weirdly attracted to. Mm. I'm weirdly attracted to men who you get along with really well as a friend. Mm. Like I really love that energy. I love that. Yeah. I think that's why over the years like I've like, 
you know, I might get the odd uh, crush here and there for like a friend of yours Mm. because I'm like, oh, this feels nice. Like everyone's getting along. Like it feels good, you know? Yes. Is that weird? Well, I think... I'm not saying it's the only thing I'm attracted to, but I'm just saying that's sort of like a weird thing that's come to my mind. Of course, I could say, yes, I'm attracted to, you know, someone who's funny and someone who's blah, blah, blah. That's not weirdly attracted, though. Yeah. It's got to be It's got to be a weird characteristic, right? Well, what was the question? I'm weird? weirdly attracted to... Well, I guess Yeah, not. that is weird. Yeah. That's a weird thing. Like, I'm attracted to... I'm attracted to men who get along yes. well with my husband and I can foresee a friendship and a good yeah. potential metamorph connection. That's weird. Look, I think If you're that's coming from a monogamous... Yes, yeah, if yeah. you're looking at it from a monogamous lens, I think from a non-monogamous lens, it's like it's pretty basic. Yeah. But I don't know. I thought I'd throw that in there. No, I love it. I love it. It's cool. beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. Cool. Well, on that note, we might wrap up the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, reminder that I have my retreat happening in September from the 1st to the 3rd. If you're interested, it's a women's retreat, non-monogamous conversation circles, yoga, sound healing, organic food, beautiful accommodation, shared and um, single room available uh, options. Options available, sorry. So... Yeah, do email me at evolvingloveproject at gmail.com or message me through the Instagram and I can send you some information. And we also have our conversation evenings, which by the time this podcast comes out will probably almost be sold out, but there may still be some tickets mm-hmm. available. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's always an exciting and enjoyable evening. Yep. So the conversation nights are on the, we have our ELP night. So that's for everybody. That's on the 31st of July here in Canberra. Uh, tickets are $25, um, go from 7 until 9.30, but people usually stay until around 10 or a little bit after. And the theme for that conversation night is the delights of non-monogamy. The following night, I have my women's night, and that is the theme is the non-monogamous mother. You do not have to be a mother to attend, but we will be talking about parenthood, motherhood, and the dichotomy of being non-monogamous. And we are also, excitingly, thinking about doing, uh, taking it on tour. Mm-hmm. Um, so taking the conversation evenings on tour and maybe doing some conversation nights in Sydney and in Melbourne and maybe even Brisbane. Brisbane, yeah. Uh, so we are, we are actively looking into that. Uh, so if you are from those cities and you would be interested in attending something like that, reach out to us mm-hmm. and reach out to, to you. Um, and if you listen to the podcast, um, please uh, like and subscribe. Uh, we're going to be um, kind of getting a little bit more regular with our podcasting, mm-hmm. This, especially in the, the, the last half of this year. Yep. As schedules have freed up and the podcasting gods are allowing us to, uh, yeah, to, to um, interview lots of amazing new guests mm. and also have more conversations where we look at Hinge profiles and discuss all the, all the fun things. Exactly. All right. Thank you so much for listening and until next time.